today and welcome to another great message from Mr. Christian Outreach Church. We pray you'll be inspired and equipped by this teaching. For more information on Noosa Christian Outreach Church, please check out our website at noosacoc.org.au. Enjoy. Thank you, Christian. Happy New Year, everybody. Just down the uh, beach this morning for a run with Ben Bryant and a few other guys were there for coffee, but there wasn't much running happening. But uh, we saw a few uh, disheveled looking uh, people sleeping on the beach after their new year last night, but it was, it was nice to uh, make them feel even worse about their hangover by running past them with, with joy and exuberance and, and illustriousness, as uh, Chris, Christian said. What a year 2016's been, hey? Some, 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 things, some things happened around the world this year. We saw the, uh, saw the British uh, exit the EU. We saw um, Malcolm Turnbull and, the, and his liberals just scrape in by the skin of their teeth into power in Australia. We saw the Trump and his deplorables become, uh, become uh, president of the United States. We saw, we saw terrorism in some of the most uh, uncomfortable ways we've ever seen it. And uh, it was... It was an uncomfortable year for us politically and socially, wasn't it? We, you know, and, and to have an opinion on any of these things this year was quite difficult because in our society, um, you, you know, your opinion is, um, is not necessarily valued by the person next to you or by the, by the organisation that you work for. And, and uh, so it's, it's been a challenging year for us as, as, as humanity. And, uh, you know, I, I was looking through the, the, uh, the wiki the wiki calendar of 2016 and uh, I had to stop at the end of February because I was too upset by, the, by some of the atrocities that have happened around the world and you know as Westerners we sell, we, 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 we sell well not, we don't celebrate but we, we acknowledge you know terrorism in the West but we don't acknowledge it when, we, when it's out of our sight in Africa and the Middle East and those areas and uh, you know some of the things that you will see are, were, were very upsetting. And uh, it, it, it's been a challenging time, but some great things have also happened. Rodney Pierce overcame cancer this year. What an amazing man of God. What an amazing God. Ben and, and Melinda Bryant, they've, they've blessed us for five years and they, they retired from their youth role. They've really honoured us well this year. Let's give them a hand. Christian McFarlane. And, and Eliza have, have, have come onto the team and have, and have blessed us already, even in the short period of time that they've been. Let's honour them. Ben and Ange, have, who have, have overseen our, our young families' um, department in the church for many years, ha, are, are winding slightly down next year. And, uh, you know, they've they, 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 they got such a heart for it that they, that they resigned from their role yet are still doing half of the things that they were previously doing because they, they just love, love that group. So let's honour them this morning. They're about to have their third daughter, so let's pray for Ben, who's, who's in a household with three daughters, his wife and his mother-in-law. He, the man needs prayer, and the man needs a boys' trip this year. So, so uh, let's organise that for him. Richard Wallace is in the house today. He's about to start a school this, this year. So let's just give him a hand. What an amazing, what an amazing thing to do, to start a school. 
God is at work. Hey, God is at work. There's many different things that are happening in and around this place and things that I don't know about, things that are worthy of honour. And, and, you know, there's, there's challenges in this world. Yet we serve a great God. Psalms 46 says this, God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Even though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake and with its swelling, there is a river whose stream shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her just at the break of dawn. The nations raged. The kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord who has made the desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks bows and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Be still and know that I am God. Jesus is still on the throne. God is still the creator of the universe. His grace is still sufficient. His mercies are still new every morning. Jesus is still the savior of the world. He's still preaching the gospel to the poor. He's still healing broken hearts. He's still proclaiming liberty to the captives, still giving sight to the blind, still giving freedom to the oppressed. And he is still declaring that this is the acceptable year of the Lord. Be still and know that I am God. As you look at the challenges you've faced and you look at the challenges that you're yet to face, as you look at the opportunities that are before you and you look at the opportunities that you've missed, as you look at, as you look at the great things and the challenging things, remember to still yourself. Still yourself to the point that you can know that He is God. We're going to have some good days and we're going to have some bad days. You're going to hear, in the next year, I guarantee you're going to hear at least one amazing life-changing message from me. But you're going to have to come every week because I don't know which one it's going to be. So, so sometimes you've got to be still and wait for the good one. Sometimes you've got to be still because we need to know that He is Lord. And when we know, when we know deep down, when it's, it's, it's in the core of us, when we know that He is Lord, then we can think clearly. Then we can think creatively. Then we can see opportunity. Then we can deal with adversity. Then we can create strategies to help other people deal with adversity. You see, God is on the throne and He's still doing all those things that we, that we see up there this morning. But every year in January, we like to promote a month of rest if possible. Because I know in the last week, you know, you're meant to have rested, but you're probably, you know... Uh, brought many many toxins into your body that uh that we need to shed ourselves of now and uh and but we want to promote rest for you this month and 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 an intentional rest an intentional rest that actually becomes restoration who knows that you can stop and rest but not be restored because there's a bit of a tension between rest and what indulgence whenever i rest you know kristen and i had the privilege of going back to visit family in, in Italy last year and we rested over there but, but there was 
there was a measure of indulgence that happened at the same time. And in that space, you know, you're, you're, you have the perception of rest, but your body is, is, uh, is not resting because you're putting it through torture by putting, you know, copious amounts of spaghetti bolognese in it every, every day and tiramisu for, you know, for 44 days straight is not going to do wonders for your colon. So we declare this month a Sabbath month, if you like. You see, you've been creating for a year and the Lord would say, take some time to rest. Now, I'm not your personal trainer. I'm your spiritual trainer. So you've got to go to your personal trainer to train those areas of your life. But this morning, I want to challenge you in the area of your spiritual life on how you can rest. You know, we all have plans for this year ahead. We all have, um, have uh, resolutions or different things that you do each year that you think about next year. But let me, let me give you a quote from, from Abraham Lincoln who, who said many, many years ago, he says, give me six hours to chop down a tree and I will spend the first four sharpening the axe. You see, you've got some great plans for this year. You've got some great thoughts or you've got some great hopes. Maybe you don't have plans, but you've got hopes. And I... And I want to challenge you this morning. I want to encourage you this morning. And I want to give you a strategy to sharpen your axe so that when it comes to, this, to the things that are before you, that you're prepared and that you're equipped and that you're clear and that you're sharp. Because we need a sharp focus to be able to do what God's called us to do. So your challenge for this coming week is a one-week spiritual detox. Everyone on board? Spiritual detox for the week. One week. It's only going to take one week and you'll be completely spiritually detoxed and ready and sharp and clear for the opportunities and the desires and the dreams and the goals and the resolutions that you've, that you've created. Now here we know, we know that the battlefield is in our mind. You know, our spirit life and our body life are, are, are both are influenced by the decisions that we make in our minds, which are which come out of our thoughts, obviously. So, so I, I want to suggest to you this morning that there's some toxic thoughts that are in your mind that we need to detox from. Now, what is a toxic thought? A toxic thought is any thought that's between you and God. You know, we listed all those things earlier that God is still all these things. You know, we, we love saying those things in church and we love worshipping and singing those amazing songs. How good is that Hosanna song that Jamie, Jamie wrote that song at the end. What an amazing song. Well done, mate. Um, you know, we, we sing these things and we, we declare these things as we gather in church and it sounds and feels good. But the reality is when we wake up Monday morning and the challenge faces us, a thought gets between us and who God is. And that's the thought that we need to detox from. We need to cleanse ourselves from those thoughts. So we, the first thing we need to do in any detox, you need to recognize there's toxins present. And, you know, we know in our bodies when toxins are present, don't we? We know that, that, um, that uh, it's uncomfortable when, when they're present. You know, first thing we need to do is recognize that toxins are present. The second thing is we need to acknowledge that they can be removed. And the third thing is we need to commit to a process. Now, the process is very simple on, on detoxes. It's limiting the consumption to certain things in your body. If you go on a food detox, you know, you might, you might just drink green smoothies for a week. You might, you might cut out a heap of things out of your diet and just limit what goes into your mouth, and it might be just some, some green, green uh, 
things, green, uh, you know, cucumbers and the like. Now, here's the tough verse. James 1, verse 15 says this. After desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. This is beautiful New Year's talk, isn't it? Because it, it, the problem that we have in our thoughts is that they, they come out of, you know, they start as a desire. And then when we contemplate them too long, when we, when we allow them to stay and we allow the desires of the flesh or, the, or you know, other areas of our lives, when we allow them to stay too long, we, if we're not in charge of them, then eventually they hurt us. Eventually they become toxic. The desire is not toxic until you accept it. That's why the Bible says take every thought captive. When we don't take it captive, it can tend to dominate what we're doing. And our resilience around our desires is a good indication of our toxic levels. You know, when, when at Christmas time, when all the food comes out, how's your resilience on that day? Because we can, we can, we, after a while, we tend to embrace the toxins in our lives, unfortunately. And uh, we get used to them. And, when, and generally, when you go through a bit of a time of detox in the natural, your body kind of reacts in a negative way. And you think, hang on, I was better before I did this detox than afterwards. Because your body's saying, I'm not used to all this cleanliness flowing through me. I'm not used to all these, these amazing green things that are, that, are, that are flushing you and picking up all, the, all those things and, and, and washing through you. And it's the same with our thoughts. When we detox, when we have a spiritual detox, it's disruptive of all those beautiful thoughts that you've been carrying, those thoughts of unforgiveness, those thoughts of I'm not enough, those thoughts for God, where are you? The thoughts for God, how could you let that happen to me? All those thoughts that, are, that, 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 tend, to, um, that, that tend to give us permission to not go anywhere, they're disrupted by this process. So it's good every so often to get recentered in your thought life. And this is your challenge. Your challenge for this week is to get re-centered in your thought life. You see, your thoughts shape what kind of person you become. If you think unhealthy thoughts, you become an unhealthy person. But if you think healthy thoughts that reflect God's truth, you'll become more like Jesus and more like God intends you to be. Now, thoughts are a direct result or a direct reflection of the majority or the greatest inputs into our lives. So if you're watching, you know, Seinfeld episodes 24-7, eventually you're going to be the most sarcastic person on the planet. Your thoughts are going to be sarcasm. You're going to look at little things around the place and you're going to say, um, you know, you're going to say, you know, Ovaltine, what's with Ovaltine? You know what I mean? And, and, and have, have thoughts about different things. But if you are centered around positive thoughts around the kingdom of God, if you can center yourself around, if that's the main input into your life, then your thoughts are going to be positive. You notice that when we're in worship, when we're, when we're in worship and when we're praying, um, thoughts of honor come into your mind. Do you, do you notice that? I'm sitting there in worship this morning singing these songs and, and thoughts of honor, I go, wow, we've got some amazing people around this place. There's some amazing people in this church. There's some amazing blessings in this church. There's, and I think, and I go, where, where do these, all these thoughts come from? Why? Because the greatest input into, my, into, into me at that point in time is worship. And as we honor God, we begin to see the God in people. Okay, here's the detox plan. You ready? Step one, 
this is what I want you to do. I want you to get a piece of paper today. Take a piece of paper and I want you to write down on that piece of paper the qualities of God that you know. The qualities of God. I just want you to, I just want you to write down all of the qualities of God. Now, it's got to be on a piece of paper. It cannot be on your um, device, okay? It has to be on a piece of paper, unfortunately. You can start on your device and then transfer them to a piece of paper. That's okay. Now, once you've written down these qualities, I want you to read them out loud to yourself and then thank God for them. Now, if you're a man, they're going to be the manly qualities of God, you know, and, you know, or, or if, you, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're, you know, if you like, sometimes there's some of the, some of those, the words that, that we, that we read and hear about God tend to be uh, more interesting to some people and less to other people. So I want you to make it your list. I don't want you to Google what are the qualities of God. I want you to go, what are the qualities of God to me that I appreciate in him? I want you to write them down. And then I want you to read them out to you, out aloud. Let them come out of your mouth, even if you're on your own or whether you're on the bus or in your car or with your family. Read them out loud. Don't worry about the weirdness. Just do it. And then thank God for those qualities. The next thing I want you to do is I want you to carry the list everywhere you go during the week. Carry the list everywhere you go during the week. This is important. And as, and as you think of other qualities during the week, as you're walking around, as you're going to work, or as you're on holidays, whatever you're doing, as you're resting, and as you think of more qualities of God, why don't you write them down on the piece of paper? Write them down on the piece of paper. And as negative thoughts of yourself or your circumstances or others arise, or as you dream about the future, as you look to, to challenging things, as, you, as whatever it is, if, if something comes up that challenges you, Take the list out of your pocket and read it out loud on the spot when the thought comes and then thank God for that, for those qualities. You see what's happening here? This is very simple. Detoxes are very simple. It's not some, it's not some, there's not some deep revelation in teaching this morning. There's a challenge for you. It's the first day of 2017. It's the perfect day to come to church, the very first day of the year where we can establish, where we can go, okay, from this day, we're going to sharpen the axe. We're going to get ready. We're going to, like Abe Lincoln said, we're going to spend some time before we dive into our dreams and goals for the year, and we're going to sharpen the axe. We're going to sharpen our spiritual saw in our lives. So, what you, so here we go. We get a piece of paper. We write down the qualities of God that, we're, that we know of, that are important to us, that, that are our anchors in life. And for you, there might be three things. For someone else, there might be 35 things. It doesn't matter. It's really relevant how many there are. And then carry it around with you. And as you think of more, add more to the list. And then so maybe during the week, you know, you could test them. You could Google search. Once you've written them down, Google search to make sure they're actually, uh, they are qualities of God. And uh, if, if you're unsure, you can ask Jamie and he'll tell you. Worship leaders always know the qualities of God because they're, they're, they're always projecting them and leading us into them. So as negative thoughts arise about circumstance or about yourself, about who you're not, about how bad you are, about all the challenges, that, about, about anything that you're walking through right now, take the list out and read it out loud to yourself. See, what's happening is is you're detoxing your thoughts. You detox your thoughts 
by creating new thoughts and anchoring them to the king of all kings. And here's the most challenging part of the thing. At the end of the week, this time next week, this is what I want you to do. I want you to take that list and I want you to give it away. This list that you've prepared, that you love, that's now detoxed you, that's now that's now kind of refreshed you, that's sharpened you. I want you to give it away. You can create another one another week if you want, but this is this is quite this is why you don't put it in your phone. Otherwise, you've got to give your phone away at the end of the week. So so put it on a piece of paper. You can copy them down and put them on something like that. But I want your original one. I want what I, my challenge to you is to give it away. Give it to someone. Don't ask why. Just do it. Just give it to someone and say, hey. I thought you might be blessed by this. So simple. Now, when you committed to the challenge, you committed to giving it away, all right, at the end of the week. Because I know what happens is you're going to get to the end of the week and go, this is amazing, this has helped me. You know, when you detox, you know, when you do, when you do green smoothie detoxes and you get to the end of the week, you go, oh, I just want to live on these green smoothies. I just wanted this just to keep going. I feel so alive. Once you, once you get the toxins out, you feel alive. And God's saying, hey, that's great, but there's more for you. I don't want you to limit yourself to the detox. It's to sharpen you, to prepare you for something, and you need to give it away. And as you give it away, you'll give someone else an opportunity to detox their life. The more you think about God, the more peace will enter your mind. You see, a a, a spiritual detox, as simple as this is, is leverage. See, what happens with, with the toxins and the thoughts in our lives is they tend to hold us. They tend to anchor us down and, 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 and cause us to not to be able to move. The, th- the things that are stopping you doing things in life are, are probably um, around your thought life because your thoughts grow roots and they anchor you into a place. And what do you need to do? You need to lever that. And a, and a spiritual detox or a thought detox, what we're talking about here, will lever those thoughts and actually give you momentum again toward your goal. You see, the, the, the battles that we face in life are not because they're, they're not because we don't have good intentions. They're because we're too attached to the thoughts that we had created yesterday. God wants you to be, he says, you know, your dreams and your visions and your goals are fantastic and I want to partner with you, but we need to lever up those old thoughts. We need to, we need to refresh in you. We need to flush out some of those toxins, some of that unforgiveness, some of those, some of those, that, 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 those areas that, are, that, have been, that have anchored you down. We need to disrupt them with the lever of a detox. Psalm 51.6 says this, says that God desires truth in the innermost man and it's in that place that he shows us wisdom. Here's the problem with the detox. It doesn't, it, it, it's not enough. It's not enough to build you. A detox brings you to a neutral state so that you can start again. If you go to a naturopath, Kristen's sister is a naturopath, and, and when people come to her, one of the first challenges that she faces is like, she says, I cannot diagnose what your challenge is yet until we get your body into a neutral state. 
You see, the things in your life is you go, you're trying to figure out what the challenge is, because, but there's so many different, different things going on. There's so many different things that you're feeding yourself spiritually and, and mentally is that you don't know which one of them is the one that's holding you back. So you need to go through a process of detox. You need to cleanse your thoughts so that you can see clearly. And when you can see clearly, you can go, ah, that's the direction. When you think of it, you know, you'll, you'll be going through this week and you'll, and you'll have a thought about someone who's, who's upset you or offended you. And in that moment, what do you do? Bring the list out. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you're the giver of life. Thank you, Lord, that you're mighty to save. Thank you, Lord, that you are my rock and my redeemer. Thank you that, that, that out of the miry clay you pulled me. Thank you, Lord, that you are the, that you are the prince of peace, that you're, the, you're my counselor. Thank you that, that you know, the list is long and the list is distinguished and it has no end and it's not limited to the version of the Bible that you read. You've got to use words that are, that are, that, that are real to you. You've, 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 you've got to... You know, you might, you might see a word in the Bible and you go, I, I, I don't get that one, but I, you know, I, I, need to, I need something that I can own. See, God's, he's not, his goal is not that you can, uh, you can memorize and uh, dictate the, the words on the page back to him. That's not a relationship with God. He wants you to get to know him through his word and have a direct relationship with him. So make sure you own the words that you put down on the page. So your detox, this spiritual detox, this thought detox will get you into a neutral place so that you can begin to see clearly again. So that you can begin to see the opportunities and the strategies that you need to walk in the will of God that he has for you. What is a toxic thought? Any thought that gets in between you and God. So the challenge is this, it's Psalm 46, be still and know that I am God. We still ourselves by the process of rest, not the earthly rest, but the rest oration of God. Be still and know that I am God. Why doesn't the band jump up? We still ourselves in this process of rest. My New Year's challenge to you is to simply do that. It's to simply be still and know that He is God. How do we do that? We do that by, by detoxing our minds, by, by unpacking our thoughts and by, and by creating new ones. So it's, it's one thing just to have, to have a, bunch of thoughts, a, a bunch of thoughts that you want to get rid of, but they need to be re- replaced by good things. This is, this is what I know about the God that we serve. God is enough. He is sufficient. God is satisfaction. God is with you. God sees all of you. He sees all of you and he still loves you. God is merciful. God is gracious. God is shelter. God created you with good intent. Why don't you stand with me this morning? Here's what I know about God and you. God is looking to refresh you right now. This word is not, you know, you're, you're, you're not here by accident today. If you're visiting with us, you're not here by accident today. God wants to do a work in you and through you. He wants to refresh you. He wants to detox your mind so that your spirit can see clearly. So he says, his spirit testifies with your spirit that we are his children. 
He wants you to know that every day that you are his child. He wants you to be, to be comfortable with that. He's looking to refresh you. He has new revelation for you. He's looking to renew you for what? For his work, for his good pleasure, for his greater ways. And God is speaking, speaking to you. And he's saying, you are more than you think you are. There is more for you to do than what you realize right now. Some of you have have laid down things because of challenges you've walked through. Some of you have laid down ministry. Some of you have laid down careers. And God's saying, there is more in you. And he says, I am the God of restoration and I want to stir it up. I want to detox your thoughts. I want to free your mind so that you can see clearly. I created you in my image, he's saying to you. In me and in me alone, you are an overcomer. I've put purpose in your heart. I've put purpose in your life. You can transcend the things that that are in front of you. You can transcend the things that are in front of you. You are the right person in the right place at the right time. You were created like Esther for such a time as this. You're in the right place at the right time. God wants to do a work in your life. And sometimes when you cannot see it, you need to walk through a spiritual detox. Very simple. Piece of paper. Write a list down of the qualities of God. Read them out loud to yourself. Thank God for those qualities. Take that piece of paper with you all week. Add to that piece of paper. Add to that list as you think of more qualities of God that are a blessing to you, that are a challenge to you. As negative thoughts arise, as challenges arise, as as people confront you with different challenges, pull the list out and read it out loud. And then at the end of the week, give it away. You with me? It's going to be a great week. It's going to be a refreshed week. There's going to be some people of God who are walking cleansed and clear and toxin-free next Sunday, and I'm looking looking forward to it. Let me pray for you this morning. Thank you, Father. Thank you for this, this bunch of people who have chosen on the very first day, on the very first morning of the very first day of this new year to come and honor you and to worship you and to glorify your name, Father. So, Lord, as we walk this journey of detoxing our thoughts this week, Father, we ask that you would go before us and that you would encourage us and you would stir us, Lord, as we think, as we consider. Lord, we ask that your spirit would lead us into all truth and into hope. And when we think of your qualities, Lord, that your spirit would lead us to words that bless us. Lord, we don't want to inherit a a, a list off Google, Father. We want to to know a list from you testifying to us. We thank you that you are the giver of peace. So we go into this new year with your name on our lips and your glory as our motivation and your spirit leading us into all truth. We give you thanks and we give you praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Happy New Year, everyone.